Hit record. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. And welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What is going on? <clears throat> Stay the K, I'm telling you, it's a good game. Well, yeah, every time I get off, you're like, oh, you're getting off yet? I'm like, I'm, I'm going to sleep, dude. <laughs> Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. You can't hear Sarge. Oh, what happened to me? Oh, there he is. All right, Sarge. What happened to me? What happened to me? I, 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 love, I love how that happens, right? I love, what how, I love how that happens. We just were talking. We were just live, and then you didn't work when I hit live on the air. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful always how it works. Sarge said that he's been playing games, uh, and then he's getting tired. When he gets home, so he crashes. Um, but we've been playing a lot of State of Decay, is what he said. Where, where'd I go? Did I go somewhere? So, um, you can watch us every single week here on Thursday nights on Mixer at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's a podcast. We're at 131 episodes. Today is the pre-E3 show. Just in case you didn't see it on the screen, it says pre-E3 show. Um, so, this is right there. This is right there. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. First, we're going to talk about, on the show, first we're going to talk about State of K2. We've been playing it a lot. Um, we'll get Sarge's thoughts about it uh, and how we're playing together and such. Uh, two, we're going to start talking about Destiny 2, the uh, Forsaken uh, update that we saw this past week on Tuesday. And then we're going to jump into uh, Red Dead Redemption. And then we're going to jump into E3 predictions and uh, conferences and stuff. So that's what we'll be doing. So... <clears throat> Let's get started. So, Sarge, State of the K2. Um, you watched me play it for a little bit, and then I didn't know you got it. And you kind of like surprised me that you I got was it. Trying, I was yeah. trying to sneak in one day, but it, it, but the Battlefield 1 fiasco last, last week, week ruined it. Right, last week ruined it. Ruined it. <laughs> I was going to sneak in while you were playing uh, State of the K and be like, ha, surprise, <laughs> like on the stream. It's been great. It's been fun. But no. No. EA it, servers had to screw everyone and everyone and everything. And... Right, it was more I, of a surprise I, I, of I had, Fuck I had to pull you, it out. EA. Oh, let's go play State of K two. I was like, "What?" I was mad. <laughs> I was mad. So, what do you what do you think of the game? What What's your first reactions to State of K two? Well, I understand why everyone's upset by it. I, I get why they still think it's a broken version of the first one, just with multiplayer. I get how they see it that way. <clears throat> but the fact that I'm allowed to run around with a group of friends and kill zombies is fucking amazing. I just have to say. It's just like that's that's all we talked about. When we played the K one. This has to be multiplayer. Has to be multiplayer. This is a multiplayer game. Yep. This is a mo this has got multiplayer written all over it. So yeah. what they do? Multiplayer that motherfucker. Yep. Yes. Yes. You're on a leash. You got you got a circle, uh, and you can't you can't go far from there. But 
The circle's not that bad, though. It's not that bad, but let's be honest. It covers a neighborhood. Like, when you guys are scouting out a neighborhood, it's fine. Yeah, you can get a lot people, more or less. People get upset. People get upset because they don't like to be tied down. They want to be four people, and they want all to run out in all different directions. If they did that, not, they would clear house. Well, they not even that. The entire map. Not dude. even that. That's not even playing together. That's just playing separately on the same world, right? No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine, imagine going in. They, they never thought through. They never thought it through. The people who are complaining, right? So, if all four of us are in your game, me, you, who, what, what are your other boys, Dupless, and whoever else got the game, we're in your world. We spread out. We each jack a car. We each go to a gas station. Put the gas in the back in the trunk, and we just start at the top of the map, and we just go down, and we eliminate every house. Right. And then, and then we just switch sides. Okay, I cleared out these houses. They're they're open for you. Go get go get the stuff. And then we would just switch sides of the map and go down the map again. We would clear the entire map. They don't want it to be that quick, that quick, that ridiculous, and that OP. So they have to put it in where you got to hang around with your friend and do what you want to do. That way, it makes it a little bit more interesting. Right. Especially I mean... especially when you run into like a a bloater in a car and all four of you in there and you're dying. Or you turn the corner and you happen to run into a, a juggernaut for some strange reason who's in the middle of the street behind a bus. You didn't see him, and you crash your car into him, and now the four of you have to fight him with a damaged car in the middle of the street. Right. Right. That's the part of Save the Kid that I liked, is that no matter how, how set you are, how much stuff you have, how prepared you are to do the next thing you want to do, the game will just throw something at you. Always something at on, you. On purpose to see how you will react and I, I'll be the first to admit it. Third day I was playing it, lost my entire town. See, lost, I, lost the entire town. See, I don't want to say anything because, well, it's too late now. I've, I've been playing for in-game 22 days in my game, and I've lost zero. Now, there has been times where I've come really fucking close. There was some times where my car hit a, 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 a lamppost and went, up in the air and slammed on the ground and exploded and then I had to run back to my base and I was like super far away um, juggernauts the juggernauts are, are terrible right but now and here's where State of Decay I like a lot when you can jump into your buddy's game and you can help them search right and then you can trade with them and you can trade with their traders in the game I was in Tempest's game uh, with you and him and we went to a, a military base and I found a 50 cal rifle right and i was like how much is that 1500 influence i was like i gotta do it right so I, I i bought it i couldn't buy anything else i waited till i got influence and then in my game i found a trader a, a wandering trader and i got a bullet press for to make the 50 cal bullets right that what a stroke of luck that was so now i have a 50 cal gun and let me tell you it's a lot easier now it's a lot easier to go around the board, and they and this game knows I have a 50 cal, okay? Because every five seconds, there's a juggernaut outside my front door, or a feral, or a bloater, or a screamer, and there's and there's hordes, and there's mobs, and I can't go anywhere because I'm like, I'm just gonna go to that house across the street, and I'll just I'll just grab that stuff. No, nope. <laughs> you know, there's a juggernaut there, and then other people start coming, and when I shoot this gun, it's like boom, boom! Everyone across the whole map can hear it being shot, so they all come running. So. It's 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 nice, but at the same time, it's a little hindering. And I don't want to put a, a silencer or anything on it because what's can't the, put it, what's the you point? Can't put it. Then I right. let you put a silencer. Yeah, whatever. On Even if I could, I wouldn't because one one the silencers and the chokes and all that stuff when you put on the guns depreciate the gun. They they break the gun faster, 
right? So it's either make loud noises or Did you know that did you know that the bolt action guns don't don't jam? Oh, I didn't know that. But they slow yeah, they, they shoot slow. They, they shoot slow. Right. That's for that's for people who are tactful, but they don't jam. Well, that's good. Um another cool thing about the game, I just like the fact that I feel it, it, just just with even all the bugs, just hopping into a buddy's game and having that person with you that's not that's not a NPC player that follows you, okay? Feels good. It feels good to know that someone else in the game... Like your buddy's there. Right, your buddy's there, and you can actually play. Now, I know this game gets a lot of shit for the bugs and stuff. I have to say, there's not that many bugs when you play single player. I talked about this last week, but in multiplayer... A little glitchy. It when you get close to your homesteads, glitchy. when you get close to your homesteads, <laughs> holy Christ! It's like uh, I, I don't know what I don't know uh, what that lock. And is. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know what, the I don't know what that lock is. What is that lock about? I don't know, but it's it's terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, I also found what? out that the 50 cal when you shoot the plague hearts, five bullets, dead, just completely washes them out. So you don't need C4. You don't need anything. You just walk in well, with the gun. Well, but, but, and you go, but let's be plop, plop, okay, plop, 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 plop. Let's let's use this as a, as a as a tool though. The fact that you randomly found the 50 cal bullet press in order to make the 50 cal bullets is extremely rare. Yes. Now, once you find something like that, and then you set your base up accordingly to actually make those bullets, yes. Your time's going to be easier. All right. So my base right now, I'm in the containers on the foothills, okay? Um, I have a hydroponic garden. I have power. I have water, right? I'm producing more food than I'm eating, which is good, okay? Or almost. I, I think I'm, I'm producing eight and a half, and I have nine people, so it's minus nine. So I'm losing a half, one half every day. Which is, but do you need? But do you need nine people? I thought y'all needed eight people to get the I biggest ha- base. I right? have nine people. I have nine people in my base. Um, I upgraded to workshop three. I upgraded to uh, uh, radio tower three. So now I have drones. I have a drone, a scouting drone, and I have a killer drone that like kills things from the air. I don't know how it works, but it's there. Okay. And now it's, I- it's actually it's actually a smoke thing that you mark the target. And then rockets come from above and destroy them. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, I have to use that. I don't even yeah. know. What I have to. I have to use that. I have yeah. it, but I don't know how to use it. Um, then I also have a a lounge. I got rid of my big bedroom because the barracks that I have in the place already has eight beds. Standard, eight beds. Okay, so I didn't even have to make a bedroom. So I made a lounge and then upgraded to to level three. Okay, level three. When you make it to level three. You can watch training videos. It takes seven and a half minutes to watch a training video. In the lounge? In the lounge. It's a little movie projector. You actually see like a little thing happening. Uh, after seven and a half minutes, random random skills go to everyone in your in your in your crew. Everyone. Well that's that seems a little crazy OP. Right? So now nice. my whole team is all gold, and then most of them are all maxed out. Right? So I have like seven people that are just like badasses. Right, I got a hydroponic garden and making my food. Uh, I have plenty of fuel. I have plenty of stuff. I have uh, a work uh, auto mechanic shop, so I can make armored cars and and things. I am set. I am so set, and I already killed all the plague hearts on my board, and I still have. I want to say half the map to to explore. Still, I haven't touched half the map. Okay, so my thing is, do I want to leave the map and go to a different map? I hear you have to start over completely, and I don't want to do that yet. I want to dominate well you don't start you don't start completely you your take skills carry over your skills well, come over. i heard you only get to take three people 
and whatever they can carry to the next the next map. That's what I've heard. So I'm like, uh, no, I'm going to stay in here and just do whatever, right? I actually like having stuff. Like when I come to your game, you're like, well, I need gas. You have gas? I go in my thing. I grab some gas. I grab a, a, a repair kit. I can grab some bullets for you. I just like the fact that we can trade. Trading in games is so underutilized in most games. Like if it's if it's a multiplayer game and you can trade with someone, it makes it a hundred times better. Like Destiny would be, I know it's, it's got a lot of problems, but if you could trade or drop something like right after you get it, like you just got something, you're like, well, I don't need this. You want to trade? That would make the game just that much better, right? It's just a time, like Division. Division does that. So I don't know. I, I like the I like the uh, the trading uh, scenario. Now we did lose. We we did notice something in your game. We put a whole bunch of stuff on the ground, the the rucksacks, right? Because yeah, my my cars were full. Right, your cars were full, and I was like, and you and you're you were gonna waste them if you put them inside your base. And they were there. And then today, when I came into your game, I was like, "Hey, did you use all those rucksacks?" You're like, "No, they should so still mad. be there." And they were so gone. Mad. So I if, lost a lot, dude. I you, lost a lot of food you guys, and medical. If you guys are are doing this, do not put anything on the ground because once you log out and then log back in, that stuff gets wiped. It gets wiped. So don't put anything on the ground. Uh, which is weird though, because when I go back to a house that I've like. Search. It remembers that stuff's there. Everything's still there, even if you take it out and put it on you the know ground. What? Maybe it was a glitch. I, mean, I, I, I'm gonna chalk it up to maybe it was a glitch. Well, there's a lot of those. That happened in Dead Island as well. Hmm. So, I like State of Decay. State of Decay is is is. I think it's a good game. A lot of people are giving it shit. Is it a complete game? No. Now, at E3, I'm assuming they're gonna show us the next expansion. Um, there's a little rumors going around that there's going to be like a horde mode in this game, which I don't know how it's going to, how that's going to work at all. Because if I, if I'm constantly there and there's like a siege coming, that's going to be even more chaotic because sometimes you get attacked by a, a lot of group of people. They come into your base, they fuck up your base. They, they can kill your people, even though you're not controlling them. There's a lot of stuff that can go on. If there's ho- waves of hordes coming at your base, that sounds cool, but I don't know. Like, I'm gonna be like, can I opt out of this this uh, expansion pass that I already bought? Like, it should be a a separate map or something. I don't know. It should be a difficulty level. I don't want to do that on my map that I'm having now, even though I feel like I'm in a a good scenario. Um, but yeah, State of Decay two. Uh, is there anything that you you would change in this game? Maybe for maybe they add it in the DLC. That you can see, but minus the bug fixes and stuff like that. I'm talking about like something added on to the game to well, make it a little I bit think, better. I think some of the things that I, I I have in my mind, I think, are actually in the game. I just haven't seen them yet. Like I I, I read up that if you, if you find someone that has a driving skill, they get better gas mileage, and the car can take more damage. Uh, then I found out that if you have like I think it's chemistry or something else, you can make certain kinds of explosives. Yep, you can. As long as right. So there there's probably different things I haven't seen yet. That I just haven't seen the skill yet. Like I know there's a hairdresser. I don't know, I'm not sure what that's gonna do. Give people haircuts and makes them feel better. Well, like I don't know. I don't know what that would be, but but I know it's there. I, I have know that hairdresser I have a, is a skill. I so have a I guy. I have a guy. His fifth skill is a self promoter. Right. It's got one star. It can't get any more stars. He's just a self promoter. I don't know what it does. I don't know how to use it. His passive well, ability. It's there's just gotta be. There's gotta be self promoting books around. And then no, what no, no. It's run? only one. Walk? It's only one yeah, star. Does he walk around going, I'm the best. I, I'm the best. I'm the best. Yeah. It's zombies. just it's just I'm one star. It's like what 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 does that even mean? It's literally what does just that mean? but it's just one star. You can't upgrade it. There's no other stars in the category. It's just one star. That's it. 
It was full when you got him. It stays the same. And I'm like, I want to kill him off. But I've put so much work into him that I'm thinking about putting him into exile him out. Right? Don't forget Ian's saxophone skills. That's right. Tempest has got a guy with a saxophone skill. He likes saxophones. It's like, <laughs> that's real. That's a real skill. Yeah. He's walking around like Kenny G like style. Kenny G. You put him, you put, <laughs> you put him someplace. Yeah, you put him someplace with a megaphone and the saxophone. All the zombies come running towards him and you guys can go do something else. Right. So I'm looking forward to the expansions and stuff. I'm looking forward to see what they do at E3, any kind of announcements and stuff. I mean, it is an Xbox exclusive, right? And uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. All right. Yeah, the Pied Piper, right, Brain? All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is Destiny 2, right? So the Forsaken came up and came out. Well, not out, but they announced it. Let me bring up this trailer real fast. Uh, it's the vid doc and we are going to talk about destiny 2 a little longer than the vid doc and that's about it so hold on one second let me get this up uh the forsaken destiny forsaken is it where's the vid doc forsaken official reveal yeah here it is okay now hold on one second we'll watch and discuss at the same time we have this opportunity that we wouldn't have had years ago to ship a game and then really collaborate with people outside the studio to figure out, like, what is the best version of that? Honestly, All right. yeah, like, we're building something the community has been asking for, and it's accumulation of everything that we believe the game needs to be. The upside to that is we're not holding anything back. All the feedback we've heard for the last year is... Four it's years. It's in Forsaken. That's, that's not one year. It's all the feedback you heard over four years. <laughs> Look, Sarge, you still enter the board, but you don't you enter the board. Release to have a, a yeah, tone, they still keep, they, they keep showing that ship come in and you teleport out of the ship. That Western never happens in the game, vibe. ever. You go to a darker place. You're going to take on a different role as a guardian. A barren landscape with, like, the asteroid vibe with, like... Okay, so this new, this new area that they're talking about right now... It's going to be super tiny, right? You can't use your sparrow, I would assume, because it's tethered. Like, all these little islands are tethered together, so there's no sparrow, so it's going to be tiny, right? It's going to be small. Tumbleweeds, mm -hmm. and, I mean, that just sounded cool. Grit, man. I want to bring the dirt back. But what better way to start a story than to start it with a prison break? Right. Cade's been what, what I notice more and more when I watch <laughs> these, these vid docs and these are, little... That are really bad, and so when it breaks... Intros of what the game's supposed to be. If it's one thing that Bungie can do, First place and they do it really well, is, the Tangled Shore, is, which is, a is to polish what the game looks like. Right. like. They they know what they want that game to look like, and it doesn't glitch. There's no flickering. There's You know what I mean? Like, all the things that you see in most games, yeah. very polished game. And it looks amazing. The issue, and it, and it still remains the issue, is the depth of which... Very the game allows you to play. It has, it has, it has, and once again, this will be the same thing that repeats like over and over again, is the potential of this game is incredible. The potential is incredible. But for whatever reason, the limitations of the engine and time are its only downfall. I, I think the way they're going to be producing this game from now on, because during this thing... They do say, or during when when Deej was saying, he was saying that there is no more story. Like these DLCs that are coming out, there's no more cinematic trailers and stuff like that. It's in the action, right? So it's going to be like the division. Like you pick up a recorder, you scan something, and then they start telling you lore as you're fighting things. 
which one I kind of like, but at the same time, I think once you're done with the campaign or something, there should be a good, good chunk of like cinematics. Now, there was a report that, and it it's speculation. Did you stop the video? Yeah, I did. It's it's okay. it's spec it's speculation that Bungie might be selling the IP to Activision and Vicarious Visions and such. Now, if they do that. It makes perfect sense for what the expansions are coming out from from after Forsaken up till next summer, right? Which are small, little, focused little DLCs that are ten bucks a piece, right? Or like eleven dollars and fifty cents a piece, whatever it is. Okay, so that would make much more sense than making a like a Taken King type of you know a download content. Now, a lot of people are complaining that the actual DLC. Is bullshit that they're charging and they want it for free, which I don't. I don't agree with that. A business is a business; they're there to make money, right? And it's a year out. It's a year after, right? So there's no apologies. If you don't like something, you just don't fucking buy it again, right? Like if I didn't like the game, right? The apology is they're doing what they're doing, and if you don't like it, then just don't buy it, right? So other news: one of my friends bought me the DLC of the uh, Warmind and Osiris, so I will be playing it again before The Forsaken comes out, okay? Because um, he wants me to play it with him. So he, he purchased it for me. So I will be going back to Destiny 2. Now, all the stuff that they're talking about with the new supers, the, the random rolls. Now, the random rolls could be really good or it could be really bad because hear me out they bring the random rolls back and i'm psyched about that right that's that's bringing me back in but once they bring the random rolls back in if they don't make the random rolls worth it like if there's only like two slots still like like perks on each gun then that's not really a random roll that's just like whatever if it's like the static rolls still like where you only can pick a certain amount i want more choice on my weapons so random rolls should have like three or four rows instead of like two okay and on top of that, I think once they bring the random rolls back, it's going to break PvP again, right? Because they're going to have to buff and nerf and buff and nerf and nerf and buff and buff and this and this and this, this gun's too powerful, so they're going to have to do... So because, because they're doing that, I think it's going to break PvP again. So then we're back into the Destiny 1, Year 1, where they're like, well, it's stupid, separate PvP and PvE, right? And instead, they're doubling down. Okay, and they're merging PvP with PvE with the with the that new mode that they're doing. Okay, which is called Gambit. Okay, I would have chose like Wolverine or Cyclops or something, but they chose Gambit instead. So it looks like a cool game mode. The biggest thing for me, I think it looks good because it's a new car smell, but I don't know if it's going to be like, oh, this is awesome, right? Because it's like you're running next to each other like a game show, and then you pick up certain things, you put them in a tube, and you go to the other side. Right, it gives you something to do with your character and a team of friends. That I get. Right. But once again, is it one of those things where randos can play together and it works out well? Or is it one of those things where... They say there's going to be matchmaking. They say there's going to be matchmaking in it. So so you will be on a team with randoms. Yeah. Buckeye, they are, they are the masters of hyping stuff up. They are masters of hyping stuff up. This right here is a total... I mean, it's a mind fuck, right? Like, you look at this and you're like, oh my god, this looks amazing. I want this game now, right? And then you get it and you're like, oh, Bungie, oh, Bungie. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be like that, but this is what's happened so far, right? It's happened with Dark Below. It happened with House of Wolves. It, ha 
It didn't happen with Taken King because Taken King was actually really good. And then we got nothing, and then we got Rise of Iron, and we were like, mm, all right, we, we like a couple things. And then here's Destiny 2, and then we were lacklustered. And then here's Osiris, and then we were lacklustered. And then here's Warmind, and then we were lacklustered. So, I don't know. They, they're going to do the same thing over and over. We leave the raid team alone. I just hope, just like you said before, it's so much potential. I hope they start hitting that potential going forward, and they are turning the corner here. But the problem with these things is, no matter what they do, and what whatever they do, even if they give us the best thing ever, it's only a $10 expansion, like after Forsaken, like the next expansion comes out in the winter, it's $10. They're like, eh, it was too short. Not enough. It's not enough days. It's almost like Sea of Thieves. You have to wait for like seven months before you get the whole thing. And then you're like, this is a good game. But it's it's not the, the, the issue is it's not that they can't do it. I don't I, I really do believe that they don't have the people in house to do what really wants to be done with this type of game. Even if we're getting rid of the story, as you say, that deters the game from what it actually is. Every time a new DLC for uh, Destiny comes out, it's supposed to be the continuation of your Guardian right. going forward and learning about what is going to happen, what has happened, you know, what other players are involved in the game, and the story then drives the gameplay. See, that's where people are getting all twisted and they think that everyone uh, we're just haters a game like this was constructed as was told that is it's a long play adventure right and the story it's your destiny and you learn things as you go they don't have the people in position to do that anymore that's why they're not going to tell stories in cinematics if you were to tell stories and cinematics and explain what's going on and then all the gear and the things that happen in the next three to three to six months after the DLC is released all lead into each other. That's the whole point. Like you tell a story, then you find out what the who the who the protagonist is, and then either you have to kill him or rescue him or whatever. And then during that phase of the game, you pick up new gear. And new weapons, <laughs> right? And then you see where that gear fits into the story, because maybe you needed to defeat a boss, or maybe you needed to survive an attack. You know, that's why you're wearing it. And then after that story portion of the game is over, you can bring those gears back into the normal game and find uses for it then. Right. Their version now is is that we just have new toys to play with. You get to play with them how you want because they're going to open up the weapon slots. Remember. Right now, you can put whatever weapon you want anywhere, and you're going to bring back the random rolls. Now, these are all good things. These are all good things. The problem in the long term is it's still only a shooting gallery with more weapons. It's not, it's not a reason to understand why you have what you have and where you're going with it. Now, if, if, if you like, and I say this every fucking week, if you like shooting ranges if you like just running around shooting the same guys over and over again and getting gear as the trophies and that's your thing this game has got you written all over it right okay but the way i was told and how i jumped on the bandwagon for this game when it originally started was this epic journey of your guy and following through the story of what happens to him right okay well that's done that's gone okay it's just this now that's what's going to happen. 
It's just new areas and be they're beautiful. This is what's going to happen. So if there's more of the same that you like, it's this is it's right up your alley. What I do like about what they're doing is now they are making you buy the war mine and Osiris on top of something just happened to your 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 microphone. You hear me? Oh god. Something happened to your microphone. We're gonna get a loud noise from him. I'm gonna mute him for a second. All right. So what I what I do like about it, he can't hear me, but I'll tell you guys, um, is they're taking the Forsaken, and they're continuing on, right? So they're charging you for Osiris. They're charging you for Warmine. Can you hear me, Sarge? All right. Hold on. S say something. No, I can't hear you. Unplug unplug your microphone, the USB, and then plug it back in. Say something? No. Something changed something changed. Something changed on your, your input. Go on your computer. Um or Skype. Go to Skype and change. Um so what they're what they're doing is with Forsaken, they're making you buy Osiris and making by Warmind, which they're continuing on the game, right? They're they're continuing on the game, which I've always said they always make you do the one foot marker. You know what I'm saying? So it's always the the new content, and then that's it. Now it seems like they've turned the corner there, and they're making you buy this new uh, the old content, and they're continuing on. So hopefully, what we get is that the content that you get. When they bring new missions or they do new things, it's always going to continue on by involving, involving the the old content moving forward. Uh, Sarge is having some problems with the with the with the audio right now, so um, yeah, we're good. There we go. All right. Yeah, that's what happened. It, it seemed like Skype changed something on you or or, or something. Uh, so yeah, so I, I do like that aspect of Destiny, right? I do like that that they're hopefully moving forward. Now I know what people are saying they're like, well, I don't want. I said this in Lono's chat today. I was like, well, maybe people are looking for like the Borderlands 2 kind of kind of DLC where a la carte, right? Like, I want this one, but I don't like this one. I want this one. I don't like this one. The problem with that is in Destiny, everything's linked together, right? Where in Borderlands, it was you went through an instance and that one's gone and then it continues on. You can do a whole nother world or whatever on its own separate thing. I kind of wish they made it like that, though, where, again, I've always said this, I think each expansion should be a separate planet. I really do, right? I, I really think it should be a separate planet. So if they came out with the with uh, Io, then all that expansion's on Io. And then if it's on Venus, then it's all of it's on Venus and Mercury or whatever. That way, if you don't own that content, that doesn't even show up in your game, right? You don't have access to that planet. I think they should have done DLC like this, and maybe they'll do it, maybe they'll do it a different down the road but 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 it's it's very hard to talk about this game anymore what what i find really interesting is that the community around this game loves this game so much and they cling to it like it's a life jacket like it, it a game comes goes you solve it you live it you find it you get all the stuff in it your game's over and you move on for some reason this game now, minus any kind of story at all, it's just a shooting gallery, and and it's cool, and you're in different planets, and you're shooting a bunch of guys. I get it, but you don't have any meaning 
for the game anymore. It's just a multiplayer online shooter right. that you collect trophies for. And, and even with the, even when you get these guns and gear, there's not really any reasons to use the guns and gear anymore. It's just I have the guns and gear. Right. Okay. What I don't understand is the desperate struggle to hang on to this game, regardless of how badly it gets or whatever happens to it. There's no other game that you, that people play that hang on to the game like this much right. about it. Like there's I don't something about it. There's something it's about just it. something about this game because of what was talked about in the and the 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 theories and and the stories behind the game. What the, go ahead. I I I would like if if Anthem comes out the way it's supposed to come out. And this, of course, these are all tall orders now because we're trying to create universes now. Right. We're not even trying to create a board in a game. We're trying to create a universe in a game, not just right. a world. It's right. a universe. So I understand the the complexities that this does for developers. So if Anthem gets it right where it's an ongoing story about you and your friends going on these adventures, then... Destiny will have to do a change, otherwise no one will care. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's 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 such a it's such a touchy subject because there's so much goodwill around this game. I just want to bring up something that Brain said earlier, right? Like he doesn't want a game where they just keep selling back his old exotics and stuff. Right? Like like they ha we had all the exotics and armors and stuff in the in D one, but then they, they blew it up. And they said those things are gone forever, and then now they're bringing them back, and they're charging you for it, which, mind you, I did say they would do, right? I did say yeah. it. I said it when they said they were going to get rid of everything. I said they're going to charge you for that in Destiny 2 just to get those guns again, right? Um, so I, I agree with that. I don't like that fact. I think if they if they bring stuff in like that, it shouldn't be – it should be in missions that they automatically bring back into the game, not on, not on DLC, it should just be like with the free update, like the weapons update or whatever update they do. They add a couple more missions and they do quests to get those exotics that you already owned. Um, but that's it. That's it for Destiny 2. So I, the Forsaken looked good. It did look good. It got me interested. The the uh, the random rolls is like the big thing for me. I could give shit about anything else. The random rolls for me um, are like the best part about it. Now, hopefully they don't screw that up. Hopefully they don't screw that up. Uh, with the random rolls, and they're bringing random rolls back for for armor and stuff. I can tell you right now, everything that you have in your vault, weapons, mods, armor, you're going to be going starting all back over again because you're going to have to get all everything over now with random rolls instead of the static rolls that you have. That's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. They did it. They did it in uh, in Dark Below. They did it again in House of Wolves, right? And here we are, Destiny Two, rip, rinse, and repeat. Right here comes the first one. Here comes the second one, and then here comes the DLC to bring back random rolls. Let's erase everything that you guys have done already, just so everyone's back on the same on the on the same playing field. So mark my words, something but, but, will happen. But, but see, but but see that business model, and this is this is this is the kicker. That business model would work fantastic if we were in all China, gold, if we were all China, goldfish in China with microtransactions, and then people would buy microtransactions because. The Chinese market is more acceptable to microtransactions in games. Right. Like that play model, the longer you play, the more things I'm going to want to buy. That works. Here, the microtransactions in the Eververse, no one gives a shit about. They're looking for a complete game. And what I mean by complete game, I, I get that Destiny is a complete game. It is. But what I'm saying is when a DLC comes out, 
it, it's, it's a complete beta. Be, it's right. not supposed to be some kind of epic 20-hour story thing. You know, you know, it's supposed to be something significant that it tells a story about what's going on, and then you bring the gear that you find within that DLC into the actual normal world. Right. Right. So it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be something that's tangible and something that you're excited about. But the way the game's constructed is not constructed for microtransactions. Like getting keeping me playing to get gear for just the sake of getting it instead of giving me something to work towards doesn't allow me any satisfaction anymore for this particular game. Right. Right. Yeah, it's just it's something I, missing. Three years I was I was like in it. And now I'm just like yeah, I'm not completely, I, yeah. completely boxed in, zombified, yeah. loved it. And then the the hook went missing for me. It's like I, I get what they want to do. You know, tastes change, times change. <laughs> Maybe what I want to play change. It's it's right. It's it's not one of these things where it you can actually talk about it in some normal way anymore it's right. like okay so here it is what is it and then it, it's immediately both sides start yelling at each other about this sucks that doesn't suck and i'm like but nobody nobody yells at a game like this except for this game they they did something this week with the update for the faction rallies you can only pick one faction right you can't have three characters in th three different factions so you have to choose uh you know what reward you want now the problem is they told you what rewards for which for which faction I personally said on the on the on the podcast on third on, on on Monday I said they should have given the rewards to everybody the same as far as the catalyst for this weapon the catalyst for that weapon and such but the difference is New Monarchy has the catalyst and it's their their uh, their ornament and their catalyst for that gun so when you get that catalyst and you get the gun the ornament for the gun it's New Monarchy themed. And then whoever wins the faction should be able to vote on which catalyst they want to get, right? So not only are you competing against other factions, but then it's democracy within your faction itself on what reward you want to get as as the group that won, right? That's cool. I think that's what they should have done. They didn't that's do cool. that. Instead, they said, here's the best gun in the game. Here's the catalyst for it. It's with Dead Orbit. So everyone went with Dead Orbit, right? So, but what they did do nicely is now you get this renown. You do a public event, you get renown. Then it makes you go do a lost sector. Remember, I said lost sectors are useless, right? They have to do something about lost sectors. They finally did it nine months later. They finally figured out what to do with the lost sectors. You get this renown. You go kill a boss in the lost sector. You get more. You get more faction rep from it. Okay. Now, if you die, you lose the the renown. But here's the downfall. They did it almost. But they went, no, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So if you have five renown and you die, you then go down to four renown instead of losing everything. Okay? Which I think is kind of stupid. Because you could just go kill something else and then get that fifth one back right away. Okay? Where it should be all or nothing. It should be all or nothing like the Nightfall used to be. Where you used to go in the Nightfall and if you died, you had to go back to orbit. Right? Now, with renown, if you, if you lose your renown, you should lose your renown. And stop baby stepping things like just fucking lose it just get it out of there like i lost it because i was mr gi joe trying to bust my way in and trying to kill everything the downfall is i lost my renown so now i have to go back outside and do it in the grind but people are like well i can't get enough stuff don't be don't be rambo right don't be rambo so they are making changes i do like the stuff that they're doing but at the same time it's there's something there's just something off about it right there's just something off about it um yeah, if it freezes, 
if it freezes, just click off the rocket and click back on the rocket. It should fix itself. All right. So that's enough talk about Destiny 2. There's, there's, a, there's a rocket? There's, there's much more important things to talk about. Like this dirty shit that Rockstar is doing. Rockstar, okay, with this... I got I, I got to look it up. I got to look it up. I actually Duplass has got me uh he gave me a link for it on Twitter. Uh they have now lost their minds and they're charging they're charging $100, okay? $100 for a thing that doesn't even come with the game. Okay? It's a collector's box edition, okay? And it doesn't even come with the game. And their answer to this is, well, we did it so people that that wanted the collector's edition could still buy it. And it's like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? What what are we talking about? Like, it's just it's just really dumb. Re- really dumb uh, the way they did it. Uh, here it is. So the collector's edition is 100 bucks. Like, what? Why? Why? They, and, they, and it doesn't even come some, with anything. Some people, some people want to be special, and it's limited editions, and I get that. Oh, but, but it's it's the, it's the fact that there's missions included with it that bothers me. Well, right. One of the packages has missions included, okay? And they're also doing – I believe they're also doing exclusive stuff for PlayStation, right, as well on top of that. Well, there's exclusives for hard copies and, and digital. Fi- and the digital copies. And, and digital. Uh, let me see if it says uh, collector's change coin featuring a majestic American buffalo on one side and a scenic landscape on the other. Double-sided puzzle. Uh, you get a six-shooter bandana, a treasure map, a pin set, playing cards, uh, 12 cigarette cards. It's like, okay, great. Uh, a little disappointing, it says, but the fans will go after the collector's box anyway just because it looks awesome. And that right there is Rockstar's answer. They didn't get on the loot box thing. They've always done the shark cards, right? And when I say loot box, I mean this is their loot box as far as they're testing the waters out. Right? They're putting something together, and they're seeing how many people will buy this. Okay, And then going forward, the industry will be like, well, did, you see what, did you see what Rockstar did? Rockstar put a collector's edition. They didn't even have the game. They didn't even put the game is, in there. But this is not the first time somebody's done this. No, so. Battlefield did it as well with the statue and everything else like that. Right, So it's just, it's just why. Like, why do you have to do this? Like, now, know, now you're not even in the video game purchase. industry anymore. Now you're at a, at a department store. Like, this is a thrift store here, and we're, and we're, going, and we're buying a whole bunch of but, stuff. But people people who are passionate about their hobby will purchase this, and that's money that would not have been made unless they've made this. I don't know. I just find it. I don't, I'm not bothered by empty boxes for $100. I just don't buy it. Right. I, right? What I, what I don't like is when... You try to you try to make people feel like they're better than somebody else by putting extra missions in the game that you're not going to get if I don't get that one. Right. Even though it's not story based, even though it has nothing to do with the game, it's just some extra missions to play. It's just kind of it's kind of shady just to say, okay, well, the people that buy it extra get to have these missions, and the rest of you don't get to have it. Sorry, like that's not a way to like work with a community. Like either. Put it off in a DLC, sell it, or don't give it away for free, or everyone pays for it. But I don't understand this whole likes to divide the community. I don't understand that mentality on any level, So, especially if you want as many people playing the game as possible. So you get a bank robbery mission, right, in the in the mission if you if you do this. And a gang-clearing mission. And a gang-clearing mission. Sure, I'm sure, listen, 
I'm sure it's not that big a deal. I'm sure these two missions together is about as exciting as the gun you got with a different skin. But that's not the point, that's, right? That's played with for five minutes before you got rid of it. If, like, it's, it's not a big deal. That, I'm sure it's not. It's just the, the, the money talks. Yeah, but the problem with that is if I – it's an open world game. It's an open world game, meaning there's characters in the game that I can't go up to and do that mission or talk to. And in that game, every little mission or every little thing is like backstory – is backstory for that game, right? Now, is this is this one mission going to stop me from buying Red Dead Redemption? No. But it does piss me off because now this is just one more way they segregate the player base. One more way that you're online and you're like, "Oh, you want to do the bank robbery mission?" "Oh, I can't. I didn't I didn't buy the the extended edition or whatever pre-order edition." You know what I mean? Or it's some single player thing that only only matters for you. If it's just single player, that's fine. But if if I can't, if I can't, well, even then, I, I still this, I just, I just don't like it. Like there's extra stuff and content well, in a well, game. Well, can't you be ha can't you be happy with the extra money they're going to give you for the online portion of the game or the right? They're giving horse, you, they're the giving horse you, that has more stamina. They give you two million dollars, like, two million dollars to spend uh, on the online thing, and they give you an extra horse that goes faster and the stamina goes down lower, is slower and stuff like lower. that. I, I just feel stuff like that is again, it, it it segregates the player base. It's just it's just a way to make extra money, bro. But it's why just a way to make extra money? Yeah, but why can't you put put the horse in the if you want that extra horse, put it in the in the shark card store where everyone can buy it. You know what? But I I believe I believe that it is that way later when people aren't paying attention. So you that think, it, the horse the horse is there. It looks different, but has the same abilities as the horse that has. Right. So you can pay the hundred dollars you know up I mean? like, front, or you can pay one hundred and fifty dollars later in the game. Right. It's not you. something you're going to notice right away. I'm sure those things are put into the game later after the the hype of the BS of the extra content or the extra items goes down. Right. You know, this is the way. This is the way it is now. Uh, it's it's however they want to sell their product. They know people are out there to buy it. That's why they make it. it studies show that that's the way it works. Otherwise, they would not have made a hundred dollar uh, flea market box, box right? No, with no with no game with in a it. red bandana you can pick up for at nobody. your thrift store for a dollar for nobody. Right? There's somebody will out there will always buy something. Like I listen, I tried to buy that uh, Fallout Pip Boy that holds a cell phone. I, I tried to get that for two days. Right. Right. But the reason I couldn't get it was number but that one. Didn't give you the, 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 they they would never answer me when after after I hit this to buy button. It always says uh, not there, not there, not there, and I couldn't get it. And then even when I found out about it, it wouldn't have fit my phone anyway. Yeah, but that didn't give you an advantage or extra stuff in the no, game. No, that was no, just... but it's something that you purchase. Yeah, you're right. It's got nothing to do with yeah. whatever. It's the cool thing to have. So rather than not do it, they do it, and whoever's going to buy it is going to buy it. Right. Right. I want to see gameplay. Well, I don't want to see cutscenes. I, I want to see gameplay. I, I mean, you know what gameplay is, right? I mean, the gameplay. I want to see gameplay. Rockstar's gameplay is top notch. Like it with games like this, I'm okay with them not showing me anything. And then when you get the game, you're like blown away, right? Because Rockstar is not going to be like, "Oh, we dummied it down. It looks like shit." No, the gameplay has always been good from Rockstar, so I'm I'm okay with them. Uh, you know, if they just show us another trailer, I think that's what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to show us gameplay. I think they're just going to show us trailers uh, and not do any kind of side one or the other. Um, all right, let's go to let's go to to E3 here. There's a lot of stuff to talk about in E3. First up on the show floor uh, on Saturday is EA. Right, EA. We're expecting to see some Battlefield Five. Right, 
They're going to do FIFA. They're going to do some Madden. They'll probably do some NHL or some fucking sports uh, car well, sports racing game. sports is first. Right. Sports is first. Okay. And then the big enchilada anthem, right? Not only for EA, for the whole show. Like, people want to know what fucking Anthem is and what it is. They want to see more gameplay. Obviously, I think it's going to be more... Um, I think it's going to be more of that scripted stuff that went on the last year. You know, where they're like, Hey, Todd, how's it going? You think we should go help Katie out? You know what I mean? And, they, and they, they, they're all very scripted and very, like, whatever. Uh, I think it's going to be like that. What are you expecting to see from EA? Like, what are you excited for? From EA, like what? What is groundbreaking, or what do they have to show you to be like? Oh shit, EA is coming out swinging for for E three. First, first, first and foremost, I don't believe EA is going to change their ways at all. They're going to stick with their bread and butter. So, I'm sure they're going to have some kind of newfangled thing for the sports thing to make the sports people want to get it for this year. It's going to be some kind of take on something that they took out, they put back in with a new roster system. Something's going to be there. That's going to be the bread and butter. Okay. Then Anthem, if they don't show something with Anthem besides that little vid, they got to show that, something. That, that, that doctored vid that we got last right, year right. of like what could it be? Right. What could it be? Like if they don't show you what they can do, then I'm already have reservations about it. Okay. Because remember, keep track, people, keep track. The writer for that game left. Right. Okay? And, and we're back to this thing again where you believe just because it's a sci fi fantasy multiplayer shooter and it's cool, it doesn't need a story. We can just run around and shoot shit and it's awesome. Right. Like, and it's, and it'll, it'll be awesome for three years and we'll see how much money we can make. I'm hoping that's not the way everyone thinks. Like, if you're just looking for some new shit to shoot at and that's the best you got. Then I have I have reservations. I I want Anthem to be everything that Destiny's not. Okay, obviously we know it's a looter shooter. Okay, I was talking about the DLCs and stuff like that about planets. I hope Anthem doesn't expand itself too crazy. Like if they just give us that one planet, maybe two. Okay, but if that planet is gigantic, and I'm talking, it looks it looks fucking epic, right? It looks gigantic. We don't know much. It just looks really big. As you go through all the town, all the all the, all the paths, if they give us just that one planet in in Anthem, but it's gigantic and it's just explorable, right? There's little things hidden around the world that Destiny doesn't have. Uh, if if the, the there's more mobs and they come out different doors, not always the same ones coming out the same doors. You know what I mean? Like like the world is living. Okay, Destiny doesn't feel like it's living. It just feels like it's ones and zeros coming out the door, right? Like, that's what it feels like. It's fun. It's a great shooter, okay? But I kind of like, you know, maybe, right? War just you typing Warframe in the chat. Maybe the outside is the same, right? Like, the world's the world. But when you go into a cavern, all of a sudden it's procedurally generated, right? And this is just me speculating and putting shit out there, right? You go inside there, procedurally generated cave. So every time you go back to that cave, it's a little different. It's never the same, right? Like, you're exploring different things. Um... I just feel like it needs to hit the bullet points that maybe maybe you fly around. Maybe, maybe I know you you fall with grace, but maybe there's a, a scene where you're fighting in the air against other 
wildlife in the air. You know what I mean? To to make it different, where where Destiny's on the ground, this is on the ground and in the air and up high and down low. There's no there's no ceilings to hit. Like everything is just wide open. That's what I want to see from this. I want to see a I want to see a gameplay, not a not a uh, not a cinematic trailer. I want to see gameplay, and I want them to hit bullet points like that. Everything that Destiny's not. Okay, because I don't think this should be competing with Destiny, even though it is from the start. It's going to compete Absolutely. with Destiny because it's a looter shooter, and that's and that's what it is. Absolutely competing with Destiny. But at the same time, I hope it doesn't do what Destiny did, and is going to do. I hope it's 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 separate thing. I hope if there's PvP in there, they separate it. I hope it's not the same. You know what I mean? So I'm looking for big things. Anthem might be my favorite game. Out of this E3, it was my favorite one last year, and they just showed us the goddamn trailer. I watched that trailer so many times, that gameplay trailer so many times. I was like, oh, look at that. Look at that. There's things coming from the side. There's things in the background. There's that, that ape that you could fight in the, in the cave. It was, just, it was the best thing from last year's show, and we didn't know anything about it. So they got to tell us stuff. Supposedly, it's coming out in the next, like, six, six months, eight months, right? So, like, come on now. Like, show me something good. Um, Battlefield, I would like, to, I would like them to see some of the grand operations if they show a little bit of chunk of grand operations at now if they don't do this during the show fine but if they do it during e3 and then i see it later on youtube more content more more uh, actual gameplay that'd be fantastic so that's ea okay next up is bethesda bethesda is saturday night right i think this year is the year that they do mic drop right i talked about it last year i made a prediction i said fallout 76 i think is going to be like boom like next week, right? They're going to be like, you can play this next week. Sarge says three months from now, I, I'm going wild and crazy just because I, I want to make a crazy prediction. I think it's going to be next week, right? Fallout 76, Rage 2, Starfield. Maybe we'll see something with Starfield because um, they say new IP, right? They never actually say, hey, we're doing Starfield, but we know that Starfield is being – and then Elder Scrolls, right? Now, Elder Scrolls the, – Well, they're going to promote Somerset. Right. We know that. Right. That's we know that. I was just going to say, I don't think Elder Scrolls is coming out because they they just did an expansion for Elder Scrolls online. So I don't think they're going to touch anything with that, right? Right. There's not going to be – you don't talk about something else on top of something that's already in the same universe. Right. right. So what are you looking forward to from Bethesda, from their conference? Like what – mic drop. What are they doing? Well, I, I, I still think I still think that it's a possibility – they can go back to back years and do the seventy six drop, and they, and then it'll come out this year. That it's ready to go. Oh, it's coming out this year, but how soon? Well, I, I stick with my guns. I say three months within three months. Okay. Um, I I for one, I'm hoping that that the they're not trying to overstretch the games, like promises, 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 and then not delivering. I just want to see something come out. With with pride and passion, it comes out. It's done. There's no day one patch. This is the game. That's what I want to see. Right. I want to see. Uh, show me. Th- show me that everyone actually cares about making a video game and doesn't care about pushing out the door and day one patches and fixing it in the next couple weeks. Show me that you guys care. That's what I want to see. I want to see a game completely done. Now the Battlefield game, same thing. I- I'm not going to even touch the uh, sexual the the sexual bullshit about the BF game. I think that the problem with the game is it's promising too much. Uh, It sounds awesome. And believe me, guys, I I listened. I've I've watched that video and listened to their list of stuff that that game's supposed to do. But once again, we saw the problems in BF3 
when we played when it when it had those kind of mechanics and now we have mechanics on top of mechanics right you know you're talking about shooting through walls crawling diving in multiple directions animations for healing animations for dragging and you know what i'm saying like when you put all this stuff together in a multiplayer game it has to run properly it can't lag out twitch glitch uh jump back and forth when you're like if I'm trying to help somebody out and someone's shooting at them and someone's throwing a help pad like how does that all work how does the animations work and where are the hitboxes during these animations like it sounds amazing right okay it sounds amazing but that's like saying here's your scooter and then here's your jet plane where's the in between right like where how did you guys go from where we just were to now we can fly in outer space. Like we right, can? Now you can do that whole circle and the like hitbox you, you constantly guys can, moves. You guys can do that in two years. You couldn't do it two years ago, but now you can do it. Like I, I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to be behind them, but I, I'm not going to just be like pre-order throwing it out there because that's a lot, dude. All right. And so- I don't, I, I don't like, I don't like the, the face painting shit. Like unless you're special forces, that kind of stuff. I don't like that kind of thing because it takes me out of world war two. What about, Bethesda, I think they're going to show us either Starfield, okay? You might or, get a test. Or takes. Fallout 76, and they're going to show us a brand new engine. I think that's what they're going to do. The engine that they're using... I hope. The engine that they're using is, I think, 15 or 17 years old, okay? It's the same engine they used way back when. That's why it's so glitchy, Okay. Yeah, but don't you think that somebody in the in the in the journalistic field would have found out if they're working on a new engine by now? Like somebody would have said um, something about something. Yes and no. I mean, maybe Fallout seventy six is the old engine that's confirmed. Tweak, you know that for a fact. I I don't I don't. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it's the it's the it's a new one. You heard it from Co. Well, you know, they definitely need they definitely need a new engine. You read it somewhere? Okay. Well, then if they don't do 76, then the, whatever the new IP is, they have to make it on the new engine. You can't have the same engine that you did it for a fucking oblivion. You can't. <laughs> you can't. It's like 20 years old, people. You got to you got to move it all. You got to move it along. All right. So, here's the next big the big show, okay? Oh, actually there's Rage. Rage 2, I, I'm I'm Rage ex- might be a sleeper. Rage might be a sleeper. I'm excited for Rage, but at the same time, are you going to pick up Rage when it comes out? Are you going to Are you going to buy it right when it comes out? I'm not. No, I'm no, not. no. Day one stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to buy it. No, but that Fallout 76, I would buy. Starfield, I would buy. Right, but Rage, I'll be like, eh, I'll wait for that to go on sale. Right, but it looks good. I was a, I was a fan of the first one. All right, Microsoft. Okay, this is this is a big one here. So Microsoft recently, they just delayed Crackdown 3. Now, Crackdown 3 was supposed to come out like two years ago. Then it was supposed to be the, the, the head flagship for the Xbox One X. And now it came after Sea of Thieves. It came out of state, after State of Decay 2. And now Crackdown 3 is delayed till 2019. Are they even going to make this game? Are they even going to make this game? Or are they going back to the drawing board? Do you think Crackdown 3, do you think they show anything of Crackdown 3? And even if they do, everyone's going to be like, whatever. We showed it to us right, like three is, years like, ago. Like, right. This is one of those things where this is a separate conversation, but Microsoft doesn't have it together. Their first party titles are not strong enough no. to, to sway anybody to stay with Xbox 
as a proprietary service. Right. Either you have both, or you got something else going on, but you're not, you're not waiting for first-party titles coming from Xbox because you know they don't have it. Now, man, I wish... I wish Microsoft would just buy some buy up some developing companies and go for first party titles. I, it's not like Microsoft doesn't have the money. Yeah, they got to throw money at something. I don't think that I don't think that somebody in the upper echelons of Microsoft doesn't believe the video game division's worth worth keeping around. Yeah, but listen, I think I think it, they, they believe that it's not worth putting money into. They've got other hardware issues to worry about. That's where they make their money. They make a so sh- shit ton of money though off Minecraft alone. It's the largest game on the planet. Right, Minecraft. They own that, right? They threw money at Minecraft. They bought Minecraft. Okay. But Minecraft See, I think Nintendo should have bought Minecraft. I think that's more of a Nintendo type of game, right? But Minecraft is is owned by Microsoft. Do they do they do they bring back Scalebound? Do they start it back up? The game was almost done. It was almost done. And they and they, well, what, and they scrapped what was the original, it. What was the original reason they canceled it? Because they didn't think they, they didn't think it could make enough money. They they I, I think if I remember correctly, they they thought that uh, they couldn't pull off what they wanted to pull off yet, right? So they 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 scrapped it or pulled it on hold or whatever, right? So I would like to see Microsoft make some big moves, right? Okay, I think they could buy. Now they can't buy. EA. Well, they could. They do have a. They have the money to buy EA if they wanted to. If they bought a studio like EA, or maybe they buy a studio like CD Projekt Red, right? Like, where does where does where does Cyberpunk come into play? Do you think Cyberpunk's going to be shown at Microsoft? Is it going to be shown at PlayStation? Is it going to be shown at the PC uh, the PC conference? If they if they purchase now, this is all speculation by me. This is what I think they should do. Yeah, they started a new studio in California. Uh, quadruple A like studio firm, but they're not going to make games for that for a good three to five years, right? No matter what they started. Um, I mean, that's just that's just logic, right? If they just started, they're still hiring right now to get the best of the best. You have to have ten years experience just to get into the studio, right? Ten years experience just to get in the studio. We did a story about that like two three weeks ago. Um, do they do they approach two K and say, hey? We want the exclusives to whatever Borderlands game's coming out. Do you know what I mean? Like, they have to make some big moves to be like, oh, shit, this game's only on Xbox. I have to buy an Xbox, right? I don't think they would do it with Borderlands, but it'd be interesting. Now, they could do this, right? So No Man's Sky, I know is a big flop, okay, in the, in the world of, of most people, but it's got a big following. No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox, right? So that's going to be on the stage. You know they're going to show that. If they announce that No Man's Sky is cross-platformed and you can play with people on the PC but not PlayStation 4, I think that's a huge that's a huge market right there. Okay? That's a good sign. Um, they could do something with the Minecraft brand. Okay? Maybe they come out with Minecraft 2. Or maybe they come out with a Minecraft world. Whatever. Um, if they introduce maybe Scalebound again... Because we know they're going to show Sea of Thieves. We know they're going to show State of Decay DLC. We know they're going to show Forza Horizon. Do they show a Halo 6? Do they announce Halo 6 or Gears of War 5 this year? You know, do they show any kind of gameplay or anything? Or do they just kind of announce it and be like, well, it's coming. <clears throat> just not yet. 
E3 is supposed to be talking about game, 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 game. If they're gonna do soft shit again this year, I think that's what's gonna that's what's happening. It sounds like from the the what's coming out for this year and what what probably would be delayed. We're not talking about games anymore. I want these companies to talk about games. This is the game that's coming out next month. This is the game that's coming out at the, in Christmas. This is the game that's coming out spring next year. Here's the play. Here's the game footage. Here's what it can do. I want them to talk about the games. None of the none of the soft shit that they talk about. That's what I want to hear. Right. I want to hear. I want to hear the real stuff. I don't want this nonsense, nonsensical, circular logic about you know another doctored vid of Anthem will piss me off to no end. Another doctored vid about something else and some multiplayer game. It's come on, guys. Come on. It's, I, it's it's time to it's time to show what you have. That's what E3 is supposed yeah. to be. What do you got? Tell us. What do you got? I think they're going to double down on the game. Who pass. wants my money? Yeah. Who wants my money? I think they're going to double down on the game pass and do some sort of streaming service thing. Right. That's what they're going to do. They're going to double down on that. They're going to try to make exclusive deals with people like that to to, to bring in. I, I really do think they need to buy something up, though. They have to buy some studio. Absolutely. To make, maybe they buy an IP. Maybe they pick up an IP of, like, Transformers. Maybe they pick up an IP of uh, Star Wars and, and do something with Star Wars. Like, they got to do something to bring someone back. I mean, I like Xbox. Don't get me wrong. I like the games on Xbox. But I do miss out, right? I just can't afford to have two systems in, at the time, right? Just because of my lifestyle. Being a stay-at-home dad and taking care of a kid. I don't have time to play PlayStation and Xbox, right? And there's games I like on Xbox. I, I do like Sea of Thieves. I do like State of Decay 2. Um, I do like most of my friends are on Xbox. But if I get a PlayStation, that Spider-Man game, man, looks fantastic, right? Uh, um, what's the other one? You got uh, Last of Us Part 2 is coming out. Days Gone's coming out. Death Stranding's coming out. Uh, there are all these games that are coming out for PlayStation that just look fantastic and yet... You know, I can't touch, so I just watch Twitch uh, to watch these single-player games. So Microsoft's got to come out swinging, I think, this year. they got to come out swinging. Okay, so the next game, like, I don't even think a Gears 5 gets me excited. A Gears 5, I wait for the bargain bin. I don't know. I think I think the hype train for Gears as an entire franchise has died down enough. It's going to be overshadowed by multiplayer gaming now. Right. Like, Gears of War as a story-driven game, awesome. But I think it's misplaced now. If they have another Gears game on standby, it's got to be something revolutionary. It can't just be another Gears game. I mean, if Bethesda gets bought out, I like the Bethesda's games, but they're also on PlayStation, right? They're also on... I want to be... Look, I don't care. I'll play any game on any platform, okay? But I, I root for Xbox to be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We have this game. Boom! And they, and they have it, and they're the only ones that get it. Right, or it's on Microsoft Store, so it's cross compatible, so I can play anywhere. I can play on my PC, I can play on my on my on my console, and PlayStation's sitting there going, "Fuck, how come we didn't get that?" You know what I mean? Like Microsoft has shit tons of money. PlayStation's might be selling four to one over Xbox, but Xbox or Microsoft sells software, and they've been selling software a lot longer than than. Uh, that's why Bill Gates is one of the top, you know, billionaires in the in the world. Okay, Microsoft's got money. They could they could toss money at some some company to to get something going. All right, next up is Square Enix, right? Square Enix has got Beyond Good and Evil, right? I want to see some gameplay this year. I saw some tech stuff. It looks amazing. We know nothing about the game. It looks. I, I like to say this. It looks so massive, and you could do so many things 
you'll do nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's so much. There's no man's guy, right? The graphics look amazing. The world looks amazing. The physics look amazing. You can fly anywhere you want. You can fly with your friends. You can go on the ship. You can get out. You can. But it looks so massive. It's like daunting. And you'll be like, well, I don't. I just don't know what to do, right? Like, what is this game? Like, what is it? Is it story based, or can I do whatever I want? You know what I mean? Like, no one really knows anything about this game because if you watched Beyond Good and Evil One, this has nothing representation. It has nothing to do. Like, it does story wise. But as far as the jump they did from from the other game to this game, it's, it's like Grand Theft Auto going from a, above view of Grand Theft Auto to the 3D virtual world of what we have now for Grand Theft Auto, right? That's how big this jump is for Beyond Good and Evil. So looking forward to see stuff on that. They got Tomb Raider. Something besides a vid. Right. Something besides I want to see actual gameplay. So these are rumors. Obviously, Tomb Raider, we know it's coming out. Dragon Quest Two. Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, maybe, Just Cause 4, and then here's the one I'm interested in. It just says that the Avengers Project. We, we talked about it, I think, like six, seven months ago, okay? If they have the IP for this, okay, obviously PlayStation will probably buy it up because they do a lot of stuff for, for PlayStation and stuff, but if they buy and they have this IP for the Avengers, like, what is this? Is this a, uh, I hope it's not a fighting game. I hope it's like an RPG or some sort of story oh, single God, player waste, game. Don't waste something. the Avengers on a fighting game. Like, no, no, I, I don't want a fighting game. I want something like the Old Republic, but with the Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, I want something like really juicy and stuff with the with the Avengers, with, the, with that IP. I don't know, man. From from the last From the last two years or so, games are pretty much in the same genre same area i don't know if these guys are willing to take the risk to make an ip that's outside of the box currently because there's so much competition for the multiplayer genre now right where you have friends playing on games and team-based cooperative or competitive either or that they may not they may not release a game like that it might not be time i want a game like that too i think i think i I don't think they're willing to take a risk at this point, at this moment, especially around all the controversies that we have of why people will buy or don't buy something. Right. So I, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'd love to see someone take a chance. See, I think Good and Evil is taking a chance. Beyond oh, Good yeah. And Evil, I, the the right? technology that's but, going behind that game but is they're amazing. Afraid, but they're afraid to show anything. Well, no, they, they, they've they shown a lot of stuff. They've shown their fighting mechanics. They've shown their world and stuff, what you can do. But it just looks so massive and daunting. It's like, what is the game? Like, nobody knows what the game is. Like, you just don't know what it is. Um, I'm trying to look at another game here that, that Square Enix is doing. The Avenger Project is 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 really intriguing. Avenger Project, to me, could be as big as Anthem, just because I like the Marvel brand so much. Um, after Square Enix, uh, there's Ubisoft. And Ubisoft, obviously, you know, has, the, two. has the Assassin's Creed, has the Splinter Cell... That hasn't been made in a while. So so Division 2 will be what? San Francisco? Uh, Division 2, I don't know. You think I, – I think it will take place in the same same city, I would think. Can't. Why? Can't. They can just expand the city. Absolutely. They can just uh -huh. make it the go island go. and then go to Long Island up? and then go to Jersey. Where are we going now? And go to Jersey. They can, do, they can make it bigger by, just by doing that. Um, and then Skull and Bones. Right, we'll we'll see more footage of Skull and Bones, but like, what are you going to watch with Skull and Bones? It's I think it's we saw it all last year. Team based pirate game. 
I, that game that game seems to be more like a game that would release free and have microtransactions. I'm excited about Splinter Cell. I, I like I like a good Splinter Cell. I like the Sam Fisher character. Um, Division Two, I'm excited about. I like Division One, but I felt burned on the the season pass until they fixed it all, right? But I had to wait 18 months for them to fix their game, right? And then and then and then the 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 hook about wanting to play the game isn't there anymore. Right, it's gone. Like you, have, it's like your first impression when you meet someone for the first time. They could tell if they like you or not based in within the first 10 seconds, right? If you get a game and you put it in, you're like, eh. nah. And if you and you have to wait for so long, I'm honestly surprised that Destiny has lasted this long because people have waited so long for it. I don't know what it I'm is. Tell, I'm telling you, man, it's incredible. It's incredible the community around Destiny. So incredible. PlayStation is going to be a home run. They they come out with stuff all the time. I mean, all they have to do is show Death Stranding, okay? Spider Man, Last of Us, Days Gone, boom. Right, they're going to show exclusive stuff because Destiny is going to be on stage for them, and then Red Dead I think is going to show stuff on stage for them as well. That right there is like a home run. PlayStation says, "Thanks a lot, people, for coming. Here's all the stuff. Xbox suck our dick, right? And they and let's move on, right? Um, after that, Nintendo. Now Nintendo has Super Smash Brothers, oh, crazy, crazy Uncle Nintendo, right?" Has Splatoon 2, supposedly. Metroid Prime 4. Hopefully we'll see something other than a title with Metroid Prime 4 on the screen. Um, maybe they come out with a Viva and Pinata. Like a new edition of that. It was one of the most popular games they've ever had. Uh, Animal Crossing. Another popular game that they had. Now, here's the big thing. I think this is where the Switch and Nintendo is going to take and run with everything. right? Because it's a portable gaming system. And they've already teamed up with Bethesda for Fallout. Or, I mean, for Skyrim. Okay, I think they're going to do Fallout. Okay, they're going to do a lot more other games for Bethesda on the Switch, right? So you can take it on the go now. Well, because their engine can work on the Switch. Right, so I think Fallout 76 is going to be on the Switch as well. I think it's going to be for all platforms, okay? I also think that um, Fortnite is going to come out on the Switch, okay? Which would be huge because then bye-bye mobile phone department. People would go out and buy a Nintendo Switch, and then play Fortnite on that. Um, I feel I feel like Nintendo is going to make a lot of uh, big things. Obviously, Pokemon they've already announced it, so that'll be at E3. But I, I really think they're going to double down on third party titles coming over that you've already played a thousand times or a thousand hours, and now they're switching it over to the Switch, right? And now you can take that anywhere you want to go. I think Nintendo's going to bring out a Nintendo Switch without the console, without the docking station. It's just the portable system. I think they're going to do something like that to to compete in the market, bring down the price a little bit, maybe to what what is the switch cost? 300 or is it 250? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 3. Is it 3? Well, actually the, no, you it's have to get four. The, yeah. I think it's 4. You, you have to get all the backup stuff is all the backup Is it 300 stuff, right? tweak? So then it'll be like 200 or 250 without the docking station. Yeah. So I think it'll take a $50 cut and it'll just be the the actual portable uh section only. Um, and then obviously they're going to come up with the mini, the mini console, right? Because they've done it last year and the year before, with the, with the uh, original NES. Then they came out with the, uh, the Super NES, and now I think they're going to come out with the mini N64, right? I would assume. Not necessary, I don't think. Oh, but come on, maybe got to triple down on that. Maybe. What What does Nintendo have to do? To To be like, Nintendo doesn't have to do anything. I know, but yeah. Everybody worries about Nintendo. Like the demographic for Nintendo never changes. That's like your beginning level of video gaming. 
So what game are you looking forward to the most in in E3 that that you saw last year that you want to see more footage of this year or announcements Nintendo, of when it comes Nintendo, out? For Nintendo, I want to see Metroid. But yeah, I don't think you're going to see that for a while. I think you I might still, get a I think you might get a title screen and a still there picture. Was, there, was, there was no reason to put that on the screen unless someone had been working on it already. Well, true, true. Metroid, Starfield. And then I want to see Anthem gameplay. I want to see uh, Beyond Good and Evil gameplay, and uh, I want some dates. I want some. I want some hard dates of well, when this stuff's coming out. I think Bethesda, Bethesda doesn't show anything on stage unless it's coming out within the year, right? So from E3 to the next E3, everything they announce on stage will be out by I think like March, basically. Right. Right, I want to see I want to see hard dates because I don't want you talking to me, hyping me up about something that you're not going to talk about for the next eighteen months again anyway. Okay, so games I want to see more of: Beyond Good and Evil Two. I want to see Starfield. I want to see Anthem. I want to see Fallout seventy six, and then I want to see nobody even knows what that game is yet. Right, nobody knows what that game is. And then I want to see Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Now I was late. To the prom when Witcher 3 came out. Okay. And I liked that game a lot. Now, I want, if they just do that in the cyberpunk world, right? I'm in. Like, I want to get on, I want to get on board right off the start when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. I'm not sure. See, I'm not excited for, for Gears 5 or Halo 6. Halo 6 to me is if they tell me if I get Game Pass. And Halo 6 is on Game Pass, then I'm all about that. Now, actually, that, that's a whole completely different mindset, right? If if Microsoft comes out and says, well, actually, it's a first-party title, so yeah, it's going to come out. But if they, if they start giving me Halo 6, Gears 5, and then third-party titles, if they start getting third-party titles day one on Game Pass, and all I have to do is pay 10 bucks a month on Game Pass, that's a game-changer. And I think that's where Microsoft is trying to do it, right? Because what would you rather do? Would you rather play a third-party game on PlayStation where you have to buy a $60 game over and over, different games? Maybe you buy five, six games a year, right? That's 300 bucks. But if those same five or six games are on Xbox and you can get them day one on Game Pass and you're paying 10 bucks a month, okay? You're only spending 50 bucks, right, to play those five games even though you're paying $120 for the year, okay, which is still cheaper, by $280 or uh, yeah, $180. So I don't know if they can come out with third party titles on the game pass, Microsoft might have a, a, a change of heart. And not only is it on game pass, but if they get it earlier, if it's on game pass and it's earlier than release. So let's say two months ahead of schedule. So you get on game pass, play this game two months early or a month early, or you can buy the physical copy and then wait to this date. That that would be huge if they do stuff it like just, that. It, it just seems kind of weird. If PlayStation were to come out with something similar, like a Game Pass situation, they'd have to space out their games more because they constantly have first party titles. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's too early for for twenty seven seven cyber uh, cyberpunk because Witcher three came out in two thousand thirteen, didn't it? Thirteen or fourteen? I'm pretty sure. Let me check that. Let me check my facts. Uh, Witcher three. I think came out 
Witcher 3 release. 2015? Is that what it is? Yeah, 2015. Was it 2015? I thought it was earlier than that. It was 2015. May 19th, 2015. Well, that's three years. That's not bad. So that does give that does give a thing, right? So if they announce it now and show some gameplay, and then it comes out next year, like March or even summer, like this time next year, that's four years. That's not bad. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. So they could show gameplay. Will come out in 2077. Well, then it would be in the past, and then it'll be an ancient game. <clears throat> no, I think I think they're coming out. I think fiscal year it'll be out before March. I think it'll be out before March of next year. They're definitely going to show something with Cyberpunk. Because Cyberpunk's um, Twitter account got activated a couple weeks ago again. So I think they're they're pushing. Once E3 shows and they show it, that E3, the, the Twitter account is going to be start popping out stuff uh, for the next couple months. So yeah. It said beep. Right. It got activated again. It got activated again. So that that's why I think it's coming out and they're going to show something from it. Right? Even if it's a, a year out, a, a year away, they're going to show something. And it's going to be hype as hell, right? So, I think, I think what Anthem did last year at E3, I think Cyberpunk has the ability to do this year. Like all of a sudden, it'll be out of the blue. They show a trailer or they show some gameplay, and everyone's blown the f away, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And then no one's going to care about anything else, and they're going to talk about Cyberpunk 2077 weeks and months after E3. Uh, after the E3 show. What are some things that you think, and these are predictions, Sarge, that probably won't happen, right? I want you to say a game or an IP or something that you're interested in that maybe is been, being worked on but no one has any 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 inkling of. What, what type of game would you like to see and who from? Um, well, since uh, Marvel... And uh, superhero movies are the big thing. I would like to see a superhero game done where you I, I, like. I'll, I'll give you like an example. Like let's say, like Batman, Justice, like Justice League, right? Where you find other characters and build up the Hall of Justice. Like you, the game progresses, and you can find the other heroes in the game. And then during like harder missions, you can get your friends to come in, and they can be the heroes that you found in the game. Like you can be Superman, this guy could be Batman, and like have that kind of game where the powers of the guys in the game are needed for certain bosses, and that's how you that's how you win. So the the characters like, themselves like see, are like, the weapons, like right? Like you can't like you wouldn't be able to 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 do this thing that you'd have to do unless you had that hero, right? Right, and and it would, it would be something that you learn. It wouldn't be just like a smash and grab game, like a a button masher. It's like powers and stuff. Like you, right? So instead of having the gun. Right. I, I would like to see. I would like to see either DC or Marvel. I want to see a superhero game that's not MMO that you can play with your buddies. So sort of like uh, what was the other one? Um, what was that? What was the X Men game? Not the X Men. The Marvel game. Uh, three quarter view on top. Four player co op. What was that called? I forget what that. Legends. Le Legions. I think so. But it was it was done so poorly though. It was a fun like, game. I mean, it was a fun game. But I look I, at the I, I superhero game. Look at the superhero games that we have now. Like some of those games are just amazing. Like where where's that? Where's I, the Well, I think you might actually have one coming because I did hear rumors of uh Rocksteady, the same people that made Batman, 
are working on a Superman game. A Rocksteady Superman game. Because one of the worst games in the history next to E.T. is Superman 64. Superman 64 is one of the worst games ever created on the face of the planet. Like, that's terribly a bad game. Rocksteady supposedly is working on a Man of Steel video game. So it'd be like open world, like like Batman, okay? With that same type of animation. I'm excited about that. Like I would like to see I would like to see a, a really well done Transformer game. I, I was just gonna say that. The Transformers game, did you see the trailer for for Bumblebee? No. Well, okay. I got I got a gift from you guys, the gift I got sent. Okay. But like not like a trailer. There's a trailer. Up, there's a trailer for Bumblebee. And it's like generation one. He's the he's uh oh, your microphone did that thing again. Um the the Bumblebee trailer is he's the he's a bug. Okay, he's a bug. And they have Starscream in the trailer. And it's generation one, almost generation one Starscream. It's it's fantastic. I can't nope, oh, I can hear you. Very good. Um so Starscream looks he's the baddie. Like he's the main bad guy in 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 the Bumblebee movie. It's gonna be. It, you could tell Michael Bay didn't shoot it. It looks fantastic. Okay, uh, I'm very excited for it. Didn't know it was there until Santos sent sent me the gift, and then I was like, "What is this? A Bumblebee there's, trailer?" There's so many there's so many characters in the Transformers universe. You don't have to make them all look like these super crazy demonic looking robots, right? You know what I mean? Like to make your, I make would your processor love... freak out. But there's so many different po- like, 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 even the last couple of games like the 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 War for Cybertron and, and the the Battle for Cybertron those, those two games that came out I love the multiplayer in that like you could just yeah. fire change to a car change to a plane like that kind of fast paced action is fucking amazing imagine if you put RPG elements into that I, yes. I get upgraded shields or I get upgraded weapons Remember, I have to find certain things like you could do so much we with that. played you could we do played so much two years ago we played a Transformers game on the PC it got canceled. But the transforming of it and fight and playing and fighting was so good. It was generation one and you were actually like fighting on the computer with it. It was they so just, good. They love they love pissing away IPs. They I, love pissing them away. I would love I would love if they made a Transformers game and I would take it like like I want like old Republic type style game, but with Transformers universe, right? Like I would love a Fallout type game. In the Transformers universe, like I would love that. That would that would make me so. I love the the High Moon Studios version of of Transformers, the Generation One. Like that game is amazing, and it's just the, fight, the fighting. The, the fighting game, game yeah. is amazing. It's, it's so good. It's it's not that good of a game, but at the same time, it's so good. Like it's just fun. It's a fun game, and I think if they did that, it would be amazing. Yeah. So Hasbro could partner and bring back. They are. They're making a movie right now. They're making a movie of Mask. Uh, they're making a movie of uh, Transformers. or rebooting all the Transformers. Mask, and I forget something else. I'm excited to see what they do with that with that with that franchise. I would love if they did a X, not an XCOM, um, Exo Squad. If they did an Exo Squad movie slash game with that IP, that that game right there would be amazing. Remember Exo Squad? You remember with the Neo Sapiens and the in the of in course. The, of course, I remember Exo Squad. Probably one of the best cartoons. If you guys don't know what it is, check it out. Exo Squad is absolutely amazing cartoon back in the uh, mid '90s. Uh, so good. And if someone took that IP and created a video game off of that, forget Mass Effect, right? This game would be amazing. This game would be amazing. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I would love to see. I mean, I, I'm with you. 
I would love to see, like, if they did a Rocksteady game of Superman, and that's official, I would love to see that. Guys in, cha in chat were talking about a new Fable game. There is a rumor that new Fable 4 is coming out. It's in development. I don't know if they're going to bring up anything this, this year, but Fable 4 is in development. I like the Fable series. I love the first one. I like the second one. I like the third one. I thought they were good games. I thought they well, between, always missed the potential. Between 1 and 2 was amazing. Yeah. The, the difference between 1 and 2 was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then 2 and 3. 2 was good, better than 3, but 3 had co actual co-op. You know what I mean? Like, it was, I don't know. So, yeah, Fable was good. I liked Fable. I would like to see, uh, I, I, I wrote down here a Star Wars RPG, right? I would love to see a single-player game of Star Wars. Um, I don't know. I, I still think EA, even with the loot box scenario and everything they've did, and everyone thinks they should get hung and get taken the Star Wars brand away from them. Those of you that haven't played or given a shot to uh, Star um Star Wars Battlefront 2, it's a great game, man. And they just keep pumping content out and new and new things to put in the game, new maps, new new characters. Uh, the leveling system in that game is a proper leveling system now. So if you're using your assault yeah, but guy, they, but, but they said, but the but the word came out down the down the line that they're gonna they're not gonna support the game anymore. No, Ever no, since the they, whole debacle, they're no, no, no. not gonna support it. They're anymore. supporting it up through 2019. They already have the the groundwork uh, laid out for it, right? So they're supporting it until summer of 2019. How long do you want them to support a game for? Right? It's a single it's well, a single well, title. Well, that's that's part of the problem with a lot of these games is that. Once these multiplayer games are, have been stopped supported, then you can't play them anymore. Well, no, no, no. It's being unsupported as far as updating content, right? Obviously, they're going to stop using it because if they're, if they're still going to go by the same cycle, next year's E3, we're going to see starting rumors of Star Wars Battlefront 3, I would assume. You know, even with the... Uh, the, the I don't know, man. A lot of backlash going on with, with the whole Star Wars IP movies and games. Well, right. The movies, the game itself, I'm telling you, is a really good game. It's a really good game. If you guys haven't given it a shot, if it's on sale at your local game shop, uh, stop store, or whatever, pick it up, man. You can play that game for hundreds and hundreds of hours. There's so much content there, and you don't have to. Per I mean, there are microtransactions in there for for skins and stuff, but you don't have to do that. You can grind just like you can grind like Warframe and stuff like that. It's a really good game. The the ship battles much better now. the The game is much immersive. You can play how you want to play. You can upgrade the class that you want to do. So I'm I'm excited if they if EA just shows us another Star Wars type game, I'd be okay with that. Um, what does I mean? We've already touched it a little bit, right? What does Microsoft have to do to catch up, or at least not even catch up, to be in the same ballpark as PlayStation? Like, what do they have to do? I don't. I, I really don't believe they're trying to be PlayStation in the same way. I really don't. Their whole their whole business model now is to get people to buy into Game Pass, allow Game Pass to be valued, and then use the money from Game Pass to put together a studio to make the games for them. Hmm. I, That's what it seems like to me. It doesn't seem like they want to that they want to buy a development team. Let's get some first party titles out because otherwise, why wouldn't you? So you think they're playing? They, you think they're playing the slow game? They're playing the slow game because the upper people in Microsoft don't look at the video game uh, as what do they call it? Be all the division? Like, yeah, yeah, the video game division as something viable, right? Okay, 
if you make money with this division, great, but really we're not going to put a lot of effort into it. So somebody had the idea of Game Pass and says, "Hey, we'll come up with Game Pass. We'll get we'll 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 get we'll get some perception. We'll get some perceptual value on why they should have Game Pass, and then with the money we make from Game Pass, we'll start our own development team, and then we won't have to ask Big Brother of Microsoft for money to make <clears> these <throat> games that are too risky, right? right? They're too risky. The market's too risky. Meanwhile, PlayStation's pumping out stuff left and right, left and right, left and right, and meanwhile, the guy's saying." Hey, we need to get some first party titles. Right. We're not giving you any money. This this is the this is what seems like the argument it is to me. Otherwise, any normal business person would be like, well, we have to catch up. Let's get some stuff going here. Well, if there's 55 million people that use Xbox Gold. Live. Live. Right. They're on live, right? Gold. That's not including the other people that have Xbox for free. There's 55 million people accounts on live. If if one percent of that it's only five hundred and fifty thousand people. Okay, and if they're all paying one hundred twenty dollars a year, it's a shit ton of money. Okay, now obviously I think it's more than that that are getting the Game Pass. I think you're I think you're on the right the right path, right? I think Game Pass is being put in for the long game, and what's going to happen is they all of this is a test, right? All of this is a test. When they came out with the Xbox One, and then they came out with the Xbox One S, they upgraded a little bit, and then when they came out with the Xbox One X. Okay, they're like, how much power can we put in the console and how many people would buy that console for just the console and upgraded games? There's no there's no games out for that system. And it's no, sold, there's no there's there's no games made, made for, for that system. system. Right. They've just upgrade, upgrade, converted, whatever to them. And they looked at the numbers and it actually sold pretty decently. Okay. You have to admit it, it sold pretty decently. Now did it did it break records? No. But I don't think it needed to break records. I think they looked at it and said, look, people are buying this. So they can get upgraded games for their 4K systems. Let's see how many people buy it and how many people are interested in it. And I think the next system, when they're not going to announce it at E3 this year. But the next time Xbox announces a system, I guarantee you that it will not have a disk drive. Okay? It will be a 100% streaming live off the internet. All games will be... You don't, you, you don't ever own a game ever again. You pay the service... It That's gets downloaded want. to your to your thing. They're going to sell you a hard drive, or you can do a third party hard drive. Like right now, I have a hundred games on my on my third party hard drive next to my Xbox. Right, like I'm basically the future of what they're trying to do. Right, I don't ever use this disc drive. This disc drive is nothing to me. Right, I think I don't I don't even know what do I have a do I have a no I don't even have a disc in there. Okay, so. Like, I think their next system, that this is their slow play game. They're like, okay, we're coming out with a new system. Let's just call it Xbox 2, okay? It's going to have no, no, it's going to be 4K compatible, or maybe even 6K or 8K, okay? It's going to have the gaming service included, okay? You're going to pay 120 bucks plus the, whatever the service is. It's going to be a high-powered system. It's going to stream directly from their from their cloud service or whatever they're providing for you. And they're going to get third-party and first-party titles day one on your system, maybe exclusively. Because think about this. This is – they show up to somebody and go, hey, we, we have 55 million, 55 million users of Xbox Live. Um, you can come to our system, and we'll give you exclusive rights for a certain period of time. So you get a chunk of change from this. And then all DLCs will be sold through the, the digital form, right? I think I think this is their market. I think with Netflix and Hulu and all the streaming services, now their Game Pass. 
I think Microsoft is doing this, and it's integrated already with Microsoft Online with the with with the PC, right? So it's cross-platformed. Most of the games are coming out with is cross-platform. A lot of people get pissed off at Microsoft because they're like, well, there's no first-party titles and there's no single-player games, but yet you're playing with your friends, right? Deep Galactic Rock, right? You can play with your friends, cross-platform. Uh, State of Decay, Sea of Thieves. Uh, what's another game that came out recently that you can play? I mean, when, when Crackdown 3 comes out, it's going to be cross-platform. Rocket League, you can play. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can play that you can't do with your friends across the across with PlayStation and PC. Some games you can. But I really think the, the long game for Microsoft is they're like, you know what, PlayStation, you can have the majority of the market for consoles. We're going a completely different route as an entertainment system. And we're going to cut down our costs because there's not going to be working parts in that system. It's just going to be a set-top box, sort of like your cable box, that sits in your living room, and everything is going to be digitally downloaded and constantly just pushed and pushed from the from the cloud service. I truly think that's the way they're going to go. I think that's what they're going to go. I don't think there's going to be any kind of hard drive uh, or disk disk space at all. I, I feel like it will surprise everyone what Microsoft will announce this year. As far as what, though? Uh, do you think game-wise? Do you think so- uh, hard hardware-wise? Like, what do you what do you guys think in chat? What do you guys think in chat that Microsoft is going to announce that it's going to be like, oh shit, we got to start paying attention to Microsoft. Those odds are against you. I like I say things all the time that are against me. Right, that's what my whole channel is based on. What 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 would make you actually in chat right now? Who owns an Xbox? Put a one in chat if you own an Xbox. Right. If you if if you have if you own an Xbox, put a one in. I want to see the people that are all in chat. How many people own an Xbox? There's 16 of you here. Let me see. Tempest owns one. He's an idiot. <clears throat> I think I know what the problem might be, Mike. I think it might be time for me to get a new sound card. I think my sound card's starting to die. Is that what's going on? It has to be because I'm starting to cut out in and out yeah. here and there. Yeah, I can hear it because it gets really echoey with you, and then it, it I can hear a lot more background noise. Yeah. Wow, everyone's asleep. All right, so the five people in chat all have an Xbox. Now, do you, do you also own a PlayStation? If you own a PlayStation, put a two in there, right? I just want to see. I just want to see who who has it, right? So Tweak Atomic doesn't own one. See, I I don't own a PlayStation just because I don't have time. I don't have time. Brain's got, brain's got it. So okay. So what are you guys more excited about? Are you guys excited just in general? For E3, or are you excited more for PlayStation games, or are you excited more for Xbox? You only use it for a few games, probably the single player games, right, Tempest? I would assume that you use it for Last of Us and stuff like that. See, I want to, I want to, I want to get a PlayStation just so I can play those single player games. That's what I'm. I'm not mad about. I'm not mad about Xbox not getting the rights or exclusives with that because it's their first-party titles. I'm mad that Xbox just doesn't make single-player games. There's a third-party titles out there like Fallout and Tomb Raider and stuff like that. I don't have it. Money for two consoles? Yeah, I don't have the money or time. Shadow of Mordor when it came out and Battlefield Hardline? Yeah, but Shadow of Mordor, wasn't that... That's on both systems. That was on, on PlayStation and, and uh, Xbox. You want to use it for exclusives? Last game I played on PS4 was No Man's Sky. Well, now you can play it on an Xbox. 
I actually might buy it for Xbox. If it's not cross, if they don't announce No Man's Sky is cross-platform, okay, I will actually purchase because I enjoyed No Man's Sky, especially what they're going to show us here, right? I I will pay. I would buy it again for Xbox. And if they say No Man's Sky is on Game Pass, then that's a definite. I'm going to get Game Pass. I'm going to get Game Pass. I think No Man's Sky will be a Game Pass. Yeah, game. but but you see but you see how it is? They 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 have to they have to get you to believe that the value in Game Pass is legitimate. I and think that's how I think it's so it's it's legitimate right now. But they don't they don't have enough first party titles for it to be legitimate. No, no, no. What I'm saying legitimate wise is it's legitimate because you're paying you're paying 10 bucks a month. Right now I think it's a dollar. You could buy it for a dollar, okay, for the first month. But ten bucks a month, and you're, there's over two hundred games on there. Over two hundred games, and you and you get to play Sea of Thieves, State of the K two. Yes, the games are not the best, right? And the state form that they're in right now. But there's a lot of games out there you can get for. Where can you play two hundred games, okay, for ten bucks? Okay, hell, you can't even go for an arcade and get an all day pass, and there's not two hundred games in the arcade. Okay, I don't know. I think it's a good. I think it's a good buy right now. Ten dollars. The problem is the more people that buy it, and the more people get behind it. I guarantee you the Game Pass is going to go up to like fifteen dollars. You know what I mean? It's going to go up in price as it get, as it gets more popular, and more first party titles come out. At yeah, ten bucks a month, you can't beat ten bucks a month. That's one drink at a bar, and that's two drinks at Starbucks for the month, right? Ten bucks a month, and you're getting over two hundred games. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm partial to Xbox. All the single player exclusives last six to fifteen hours, and that's it. And that's my experience. Oh, you're saying overall with all with all. Uh, single player games, yeah, that's that's about right. Oh, Game Pass is a great value. Yeah, it's great. I think it's great value. Oh, here's a game that's that. So, here's a story that came out. Skate Three servers pop back up. I thought I owned Skate Three. I own Skate One, and Skate Two. Love the series, hands down. Best skating game. It's just fun. It's just a fun skating game, right? It actually makes you feel like you're a skateboarder. Okay, I used to do a little little skateboarding when I was younger. This makes you feel like you're a skateboarder. So Skate 3 servers popped back up online. Now it's backwards compatible. You can pick it up for $5, I think, off uh, backwards compatibility on uh, on Xbox. Now, on top of that, I think they're going to come out with Skate 4 because of this, right? They want to see the buzz. So Skate 3 has got this buzz going on right now that it's a great game. They're putting it back out there, and it's making really good sales. It made gold. It went gold again, Okay. For being on it for selling five dollars, okay. So I think they're doing this, and there was a report from the No on on YouTube. It's a YouTube channel called the No. They did a story where their their uh, their source called Xbox help the helpline, and he would by bi- berate them uh, berate them by asking questions about Skate Four on the helpline. They're like, "Well, just wait. You'll be something up in the future, whatever. Or you're gonna be surprised, whatever, blah blah." So hopefully they're gonna show Skate Four during the Microsoft. Uh, Outlet. Now, I don't think Skate 4 is going to be like, oh, shit, Skate 4, everyone come on over to Xbox. I don't think it's going to be like that. But I'm, I'm excited about Skate 4. Uh, the Skate series, like I said, hands down, best skating game, better than Tony Hawk. Hands down. Okay. Uh, skate 4, the graphics for Skate 1, 2, and 3 were phenomenal, especially for Xbox 360 and then Xbox 1. So now... Or all 360. I don't think any of them was on the one. Yeah, they were all on 360. The graphics were fantastic. So Skate 4 on the new on the new console, which is old console, but the upgraded graphics, I think it'll be actually a really good game. So I'm looking. I'm excited to see if they if they do anything of that. And that's one of those games I didn't 
prepare for. But at the same time, I would blow money on that as soon as it came out. Don't know why. I really like it. I won't spend money on on uh, like a Gears 5, but I'll spend money on Skate 4 just because I, I feel like it, it's definitely worth it. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, are you, you're excited for Metro Exodus, aren't you? You saw it last year. That's like a Fallout type game. Um, yeah, uh, but once again, I think this is one of those games that they are teasing, but they're not giving you a hard date. Right, but I think it's coming out. I think they're going to show and then give us a date this year. They have to give us a date. It's been delayed again, Tweak? Pushed to 2019? Because it was supposed to come out spring of this year, and they pushed it, and they pushed it back. So I thought it was going to come out. I thought it was going to come out before the end of the year. I told you. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts Three is one of those games that I waited so long I've lost interest. Because when I played the first games, I was a lot younger. I was in my teens when I played Kingdom Hearts One, and now I'm 40. So, you know, 20 years later, I've kind of lost interest. Most games that will excite longtime Xbox players are not likely to bring any new players to the console. You're you're absolutely correct about that. Do you play Do you play Sea of Thieves or State of Decay? I think those games are fantastic. I think, just like like we said, a lo- uh, the long game. I think most of the games that are first party titles for Xbox are going to be great games. Sort of like Destiny One. Destiny One when it first came out was pretty bad, but by the time, at the end of year three. Destiny as a whole was a really good game. It had a lot of content, a lot of stuff to do. I think that's the way Sea of Thieves is going to be. I think that's the way State of Decay 2 is going to be. I think that's the way most of the games, first-party titles that come out, are going to be co-op. And over a long period of time, the games will start getting better and more content will be in there. Um, Do you think there's a possibility of Starfield showing up from Bethesda? Well, I'm I'm not sure if, if, if Bethesda likes to oversaturate what they're trying to hype up, right? So if 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 Fallout 76 is something that's done, okay, then that's the one they're going to be talking about. If Starfield is close and they'll say spring or something, then then that'll be like the second thing. And otherwise than that, no. I they don't they're not going to oversaturate their their hype for stuff that they know is not coming out. When was when was Fallout? It's been what 3 years now for Fallout 4? Uh, yes. Yeah, November 10th, 2015. So it's been three years since the release of Fall 4. The team probably was already working on Starfield two years before Fallout 4 came out. So I'm assuming, like, right about now, they're around four or five years in development. This is why I think, this is why I stated last week that I think 76 is coming out by next week. Okay? Or, yeah, by next week, because E3 is this week. I think they're going to do the one-two punch, just like they did with Fallout Shelter. Now, I know that's an app. I know We're going to see. I know that's an app, but I think it's the one-two punch. They're going to be like, Fallout 76 is coming out, and you can play that next week. And then they're going to go, and Starfield coming out in October. Bam! That's the mic drop. I think it's the one-two punch of you can play this game, okay, which will be a survival multiplayer game or whatever. Okay, and then you get the single-player experience in this new IP, and I think they're gonna blow. I think they're gonna blow the doors off the place. I think they're gonna do one-two combination. If it's not Starfield, it's something else. Michael. If seventy-six comes out, I'm in trouble. Yeah. A retraction of what? 
Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah, I was still, I was still. Uh, oh no, I wasn't a teenager. Yeah, I, I, I my wife, my wife came in, and she says I have to retract my statement. Uh, it, it came out in two thousand one, Kingdom Hearts two thousand two, and I was not a teenager. She's correct. I was like twenty three. 2324 I I apologize people my my agent no, that, my that, agent that, came that in important. yeah my agent came that in and told me important. I have to re redact my 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 age I mm -hmm. lied to you guys mm -hmm. so yeah thank you thank you very much for you I know it's very important yes <laughs> thank thank you she busted through on the door and was like you were not a teenager when Kingdom Hearts 1 came out I like how of all that stuff she fact checked that one one stat mm -hmm. one stat <laughs> No, you know why? You know why she checked this? She's like, wait a minute. She's like, I wasn't that young. That's exactly why she looked it up. That's exactly why she looked it up. Yeah, so that's about it, really. I'm really excited for E3. We're going to start doing the E3 coverage. Um, you can either find me here on Mixer on my own channel talking, and Sarge might join me. I might just be by myself watching the conference and talking with you guys in channel. Okay? Or you'll find me on Twitch, on St. Order Rage's channel, I'll be uh, on Monday. I'm going to be in his channel pretty much all day. Pretty much all day. Uh, we're we're going to take a little break in the afternoon. i got to pick up my son, and then I come right back home for the Ubisoft, and then we take a little break for dinner, and then we come back for uh, PlayStation uh, for the Rage's Round Table on Monday. Um, yeah, so... Looking forward to a lot of coverage. If you guys want to follow me, please follow Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Please follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. Uh, and make sure you hit that follow button below if you've never been here before. Welcome. This is 30 and Still Gaming. And this is our podcast that we do called Generation X Gaming every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I want to see what you guys are more excited for in chat real fast. What what are you guys excited for if a game is even that you know it's coming out or a game that you want to come out? What are you guys excited for? Go ahead and start spamming it in in, in chat. I will join you guys after E3 here. Curious uh, what will happen. Cyberpunk 77 and Anthem. I think Anthem, man. I know. I don't want to get out in the hype. I don't want to get in the hype, but that, that footage looks absolutely amazing. It looks gorgeous. And even if they do, I, I said it last year, if they do 50% of what Destiny's doing, okay, and then whatever they trickle, if it could be the exact same game, but just 50%, a little bit more, I, I'm sold. I'm sold on story, it. Story, story matters. The premise of which, why you are playing the game matters. Because otherwise, it becomes dull quicker. You have to give me a reason why I should keep playing. Right. I, I get that. Release dates matter? Yeah, but we're talking about just games that you're excited for, right? Like, last year I was excited for Spider-Man. That doesn't even come out until September this year, uh, and I don't even own a PlayStation. Tweak's actually in panic mode. He believes that there's, if, if E3 is as good as we're trying to make it out to be, he's in trouble. Like, he doesn't even know what he'll do. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have the time or the money to, yeah, yeah. to, to blow up with all the stuff that's going to about to come out. I, I, big things I want to see... I want to see more information on Sea of Thieves down, uh, DLCs. I want to see a little bit more detail on State of Decay's DLCs. And then I I really want Anthem, and I really want Cyberpunk, and I really want to hear Starfield. That's what I want. And then I also want to be right about 76 next week. Boom. If, if that happens, guys, I'm just letting you know that 
that I'll never let that down. I'll be like, boom, motherfuckers. And if I'm wrong, it, it doesn't matter because it's coming out this year. We just don't know when. Yeah, I like I, I like to think of it this way. I like to think of it as whoever has the balls to say that the game that they're coming out with is coming out like this year or this month. Like it's coming up re- soon. That allows everybody else whether or not they're going to delay or not. You know, right. like the game is the game is ready. We're going to release it. But now this game's coming out. There's no reason why we should compete with this game in the same in the same season because it's something similar. So we'll just delay it to the spring and then release it there. Well, like whoever whoever has the balls to make the move first will then cause everybody else to shift throughout the year because right. they know you can't have eight games releasing at the same time. That are all around the same type of thing. Any kind of multiplayer shooter, looter, looter shooter, or any kind of RPGs. You can't have them all come out at the same time. Here's here's why I think that 76 is coming out early and not when you say. Only because we have the Rockstar uh, uh, system that happens, right? It's like the Oprah Winfrey effect. It's the Rockstar effect. So because Red Dead Redemption 2, it says October 26, 2018, I don't think any game is going to come out within the three weeks before or three weeks after. So we're talking no games coming out in October, okay? And no games going to come out until late November, okay? Because when Rockstar Red Dead Redemption hits... That doesn't sound right. Something's got to come out. Well, they say Battlefield. When's Battlefield coming out? Battlefield 5, they said, releases when? It, It releases in October. Right? Battlefield 5... Battlefield 5 release date. Uh October 16th, 19th. That's close, man. That's close. They're taking they're taking a ballsy risk dropping it right before Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Yeah, that's what you'll get from us. That's what you get from us. We we're, we're we're non-biased. We tell we tell a lot of speculations on the show. We we say a lot of things and a lot of things that we say usually happen. Okay? So the people that have been watching our show for almost four years or three years solid uh, know that we say a lot of things that are far out in left field, but for some reason it comes true. So we, we, I appreciate you coming in and hitting that follow button and, and, and watching us and hope you're here every, every single week. You can watch all our past broadcasts on YouTube and I'm just uploading now on all the audio uh, on iTunes and stuff. So uh, yeah, I, I think there's going to be the, the rock star effect, man. I don't think a lot of games are coming out in the October month. And right after, because you you can dump hundreds of hours into that game, right? They know that. And then when the online comes out, I don't think online's coming out right away. I think it's gonna be like two weeks after, just like they did with with GTA Five. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with that. I'm I'm really looking forward though to man. I want Anthem to come out before the end of this year, but I know it's not gonna happen until March. It's going to come out. They're going to say March. It's going to say, it's not going to say March. It's going to say spring. It's going to say spring of 2019 for Anthem. That's what it's going to be. Uh, God, I wish, I wish it was earlier. I think that's it, guys. I think that's all we have to do. Uh, we are going to be playing Battlefield 1 tonight if the servers are up. If the servers are up, we're going to be playing Battlefield 1. Uh, anybody that uh, has Battlefield 1 and you want to join in on us, you can join the Goonie Squad. All you have to do is just follow me on uh, on xbox my gamer tag is x30 and still gaming uh on the xbox just hit me up with a follower or follow me uh so you know when we go live on mixer and when i go 
you know, play live games. Appreciate you guys coming out. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation and the non-biased conversation that we have of video games and consoles. Um, appreciate you guys coming out. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Next week, we'll do a recap of E3. We'll show all the different trailers and stuff that they had on, on show, and we'll talk and discuss it. Uh, it should be in a very exciting next Thursday. It's going to be fun. Uh, make sure you are following me at uh, 30 and still gaming and the, and the show. I am going to tweet out when I go live, uh, for the broadcast this weekend. I usually don't stream on the weekends, but I will be streaming because of the E3 coverage. So I appreciate you guys coming by and, and sharing that I'm live. Uh, and that's about it guys. Don't forget to follow Sarge 30 and, uh, Sergeant Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Follow me at 30 and still gaming and then follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. And if you find any news stories throughout the week, if you follow Jen underscore X underscore gaming, just do a direct message directly to the, the Twitter account. I get all the news stories there, uh, and we, t we say thank you to whoever gives the, the news stories. Uh, so thank you, Dupless, for the, uh, for the rock star news story that you submitted. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, don't go anywhere. The show's going to end, but we are going to stay live, and then we're going to switch over to a new scene, and then we're going to start playing Xbox. So I appreciate you sticking around. Take care. See you guys next week. Game on! Do 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 do. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.